Welcome back to another episode of Into the Furnace, a day after Liberty's huge win at Eastern Kentucky. Uh, today we have myself, James, again. We have Ryan on again, but we also have two new people with us tonight. We were talking about Jeremiah last time and how he wasn't able to make it, so glad to have you on, Jeremiah. Yes, sir. Glad to be on. Glad yeah. To be on. And we also have Caleb Wynn, a current Joker and a bunch of other things with Liberty. Yeah, um, Caleb Wynn, Caleb Wynn10 on Instagram, um, Twitter. Uh, I got Barstool Flames as well, and uh, Liberty Joker's leader. So, yeah, yeah. happy to be here. So, glad to have you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely glad to have everybody on tonight, um, especially after this big win yesterday. Like, this win yesterday was crazy. The, I think the stat that stood out to me was for like a 11, I, I don't know how many minutes. It was a long time in the first half. It was at least nine minutes where we we scored one field goal, and that was on a JV bucket off the back as Darius Fenham in, inside. Like, And that was it. We, were, we had yeah. 11 or 13 points for like nine or 10 minutes of this game. And then at half, we almost went into the half with the lead before Moreno made that crazy shot right after Darius. That, yeah, that was, was a little ridiculous. Yeah, exa- exactly. But like that just shows you like how well-rounded this team is because like Darius only had eight in the first half and we were – we were down by two and a half. To come back and win that game after the shooting game that you had in the first half, they came out, they went down, like they kept it close. It was 11 to 11 at one point. They went down 26 to 13 because we could not buy a bucket. Like we couldn't get anything to fall. We go down 13 points. I'm sitting there. I'm like, guys, call a timeout. We got to figure something out. And then for them to crawl back into this game, like I said, like on Twitter, if you follow me on Twitter, I was like, all right, you've dug yourself into a hole. This is what this team has been doing all year like this is our we are our own biggest enemy in that department you're gonna have to find your own way back and that they did and they got that spark from uh Colin Porter and Darius McGee those two put the team on their back and they came back and they fought so hard this was one of the gutsiest wins I've ever seen this team have oh yeah absolutely what are your thoughts Jeremiah I agree with that one of the gutsiest wins I've ever seen um definitely one of the like Overall, outstanding games I've ever been to. Um, I've seen a lot of really awesome games, but just to see the um, the grit that this team had uh, during this game, I think we were down six by sixteen at one point, yeah. and just to you know come back, rattle off some really good shots, um, just to get that pack line defense going again and shut down some guys and get back into this game and ultimately win it. It was just it was hyped to be there. I'm so glad I drove in for this game, um, and then we'll see what happens on Sunday. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, like an absolutely amazing environment and just loved being there just to share those same sentiments. What are your thoughts, Caleb? I mean, I'll, I'll be honest, I was a little nervous when, uh, you know, it was a nice the start, it was 11-11, and then they went on a 15-2 to run for like that, that 10 minutes there um, in the first half. And, uh, well, we were, getting, we were getting our butts whooped and we were getting a little crap talk from uh, the other student section. And you know what? I honestly think that was one of the reasons we got back into it. Um, yeah. Flames Nation got, rowed, got loud and rowdy. Um, I personally have never been to a better basketball game in Liberty Arena. I, I will 100% say it was the best basketball game in Liberty Arena we've had. Um, close with maybe Mizzou. I think that was a great one as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
I mean, it was insane. I think their fans got our fans loud. That was the best interaction by any fans, even even like ticket holders on the side did a really good job. Students showed up. I was a little nervous because of some other scheduling Liberty had done, mm-hmm. but um, it was great. Great show out, and um, we got the job done. I was really excited to see us come back and shows the potential that we have for to go on these streaks. We're a really streaky team, mm-hmm. and um, – that's what Cinderella teams are all about. And I think it gives us a good shot at the tournament and um, we could be a genuine Cinderella in the tournament. Yeah. We're getting hot at the right time. I agree. Exactly. 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 And, and Jeremiah and I, um, yesterday before the game, we went to uh, County smoke and talked to, to Ken, the owner. And he's like, man, like he's talked to Kyle a bunch. And he said like, Kyle and the boys are locked in. And like, we saw that, like, obviously Mm -hmm. they, they came out and they weren't like, 100% 100% like shooting from the field, but like they were locked in defensively this whole game. Like, yeah, EKU scored a lot of points. kept it closer than it should have been. I think in that stretch in the first half, I tweeted about it. You were shooting 29% from the field with 10% from three. That's a ridiculous stat I line. And I, that you can come back from that. Like they finished mm-hmm. the game shooting 44%. Yeah, I think it's ridiculous that you can come back from that. And yeah, well, like you're saying, that defense kept them in the game. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And now I'm going to get into a little bit more specific stats and just before we talk about a few key players, but uh, we were led in scoring by Darius with 29. Um, He also had six rebounds, four assists. And then a guy that we're going to get into, not quite yet, but we're going to get into a lot is Colin Porter. He had 25 points, five rebounds, two assists. He was 10 for 16 from the field, five for nine from three. He lit it up. And then Kyle Rode, um, he only had nine points, but I'll tell you what, his three threes were at the biggest moment of the huge. game. They were at the biggest he, moment of the he game. He hit that one to tie it close to the end of the first half, and then he hit the dagger at the end of the game. It was yeah, exactly. the best yeah, one of the better players, and the stat line doesn't reflect it, but he played so well in that game. Yeah, exactly. So, like, Kyle Rode was there. And then guys that didn't make as big of an impact – scoring but stepped up and, and shut down Blanton late or Zach Cleveland, Shiloh Robinson who came off the bench. Zach had 15 run minutes. Shiloh had 22. And Zay and JV did some work on him. Um, JV did a great job. Um, my only thing with JV on him is, like, g- getting hurt early. He couldn't jump like he wanted to, and he was a little short oh, on yeah. some stuff. But, like, he was still there. He, he was strong there. And Zay um, – I don't know. He played 14 minutes, um, didn't have a bad game, but he was definitely – I could tell he was a little off before the game. Myself and a few uh, jokers saw him leave the court um, and uh, go get some treatment and come back during warm-ups, and mm-hmm. I think that had something to do with it. But, yeah, like these guys just – these guys played well. But, yeah, I want to I wanna dig into to Colin right now, and I'm going to let, uh, let Caleb have a little bit of – have first thoughts on this. Yeah, dude, Colin, um, as someone who came in as a 17-year-old mm-hmm. and should be a high school senior and yet starts on the team game one, starts as a freshman, and has been lights out with assists all year. Um, I think he averages like six and a half assists a game. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually didn't have too many. He only had two last night, which I, it was kind of it was kind of weird, but I mean, he was shooting the ball instead of passing it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And he, and you know, I loved it. Um, he's, he's a really unselfish player. And last night he, not that he played selfish, but he deserved to. No, he put the team um, on his back when he needed to. Exactly. Yeah, he did. And, um, you know, Colin really had a breakout game. I think last time we played EKU, I think he really struggled against, um, the press, um, 
against Kennesaw. And that's something that we're going to be seeing on Sunday that I'm really looking forward to is how he's going to be able to react to that and pass through that and taking the ball court. Um, but he definitely showed the haters up mm-hmm. um, last EKU game and then this one as well. Um, yeah. Colin looked like a senior out there and he's a freshman. Mm-hmm. And um, putting the team on his back, making some clutch shots. Um, I honestly think they thought he was underrated. I think they misjudged Colin's ability. Um, left him open multiple times that they should not have because he's never he's never had a game like this before. Why would you? He's a freshman point guard. He's like five foot eight. You're not gonna put everyone like right on him like you're gonna guard Darius, and that's what allowed him to have such a big game. Exactly. Yeah. I think. I mean, they began to double team Darius towards the end, which left with which left Colin open, and that was huge for us because um, honestly, this is like a spark and kind of like a little showing as to what. Um, a preview as to what next year is going to look like without Darius, yep. and this gives me hope that that Colin is going to put the team on his back with with the likes of Brody and others that are going to be able to shoot. And it's going to be great. Yep. I like yeah. how you bring up Brody, uh, James. You predicted in our last <laughs> yeah. episode that Brody was going to go off. He went ten well, minutes, uh, zero points, zero for one from the field. What are your thoughts? Yeah. So the reason I, I think the reason that he like. Obviously, he just didn't take a ton of shots, but like I don't think he felt pressure to. The second half of the season, he hasn't played well, but he didn't feel pressure to because Colin went off. Like when mm-hmm. Colin has that night, like it takes that pressure off. Because even you, you just expected Colin to have his normal night. Eleven, I did. I eleven points for like twelve. Yeah, yeah. Like so, like neither of them did what we expected. It's like, but we just got more out of Colin, which didn't mean we needed as much out of Brody. But the thing exactly. is, like this is back to back years where we've had a freshman ball out in the some tournament semifinal because mm-hmm. Brody mm-hmm. versus Bellerman last year had either 17 or 20. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. this year he didn't have 20. He had 17 because Colin is the first freshman since Caleb Holmesley to have 20 or more in a game, which is insane because we all know how good Caleb Holmesley was. I thought it was 20. Yep. 20. So – well, twenty or more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, but that that's crazy and that's awesome. Um, so yeah, and then yeah, one one statement that Caleb made is like Caleb said that Colin struggled against the press versus Kennesaw. Well, EKU ran a press all game and he balled out, no turnovers. Yep, zero. That was an amazing stat line. Yeah. Zero turnovers for the freshman all night. That was insane. I saw that tweet. I was like, man. Um, and and I will say to um, to Kennesaw's advantage, they are a little bit taller and lankier, so oh, it'll be yeah. it'll be interesting to see how he passes out of it. And I think that their their press is a little bit better than 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 Eastern Kentucky's, but he did an amazing job, obviously with the stat line of zero turnovers. I love to see how that translates into Sunday. Yeah, absolutely. I, I also think to Liberty's credit, now that you've seen Kennesaw and EKU, like you've played Kennesaw, McKay's going to coach them up. They're going to be able okay. to make adjustments and figure that out. Absolutely. Any thoughts to add, Jeremiah? Yeah, so in a bit of a stretch there, um, you had Colin, you have Brody, and then you just mentioned Coach McKay. So my thoughts right now are, you know, going to Colin. Um, there's a few times this season that I've traveled to some games. Um, I traveled to EKU, um, traveled, traveled to uh, Austin P, and then, of course, I traveled last night. In each of those games afterward, I've been able to, <clears throat> excuse me, been able to pat him on the shoulder and be like, dude, like, you're such a special talent. I'm glad you're here. And, like, I just love the fact that, like, he's seems like a, such a humble kid. I love that about him, too. Um, and I just a kid, like, just turned 18, not too long ago. <laughs> I know. Like, like in, to a point that you made, Caleb, I believe it was. Um, 
you know, he's coming in. I plan like a senior as a freshman, and like it gives me hope. Like you know, like we're we're unfortunately losing Darius next yeah. season, so like this could be the guy that could step up and you know be the quote next Darius. Not not trying to project, but potentially. Yeah. Um, but of course, you know, you mentioned Brody also. Like again, such a you know special talent and like great person off the court as well. Um, love he and his family. Um, you know, he steps up when he needs to, and he's very complimentary when he needs to. Um, so it's just really nice to uh, see those guys gel together and uh, see what the future of this team is going to look like. And stoked for Sunday. Um, as Ryan said, uh, Coach McKay is going to coach these guys up. That's a oh, great yeah. – love, love my coach so much. Uh, shout out to Coach McKay. Great uh, guy too. I got you know, love Coach McKay. Great person. Like, again, great person. Uh, I got I to gotta make my daily uh, – Coach McKay, appreciation yeah. tweets. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, we've missed it. Yeah. yeah. No, no, I need to. I need to. Yeah. So, so uh, one thing I want to talk about that James mentioned earlier um, that I honestly think was my breakout player of the game uh, was Zach Cleveland. Um, and I know that this, the, the points in the stat line might not be there, but um, Zach Cleveland has improved. I think he's my most improved player on the year, um, right up there with Colin. Oh, for sure. Um, for sure. He – I was very skeptical with him. He's very lanky. He um, had some trouble with dribbling earlier in the year in ball control. Um, that's just because of how he is and how his build. But Zach Cleveland, also a freshman, um, came in and dominated last night defensively. Um, and honestly, I've never seen um, him play as well as that. And he did, I would say, he did do that like last game, last two games. He has really improved defensively. Um, and same thing with Shiloh. Um, him and him and Shiloh have been able to lock down Blanton. Won us this game, and then there was a moment oh, yeah. um, that I saw when uh, it was towards the end of the game. Zach dislocated his pinky. It was. It yeah, was, was you can't mention this Zach Cleveland game without mentioning the fact that his finger was on sideways. Zach exactly. Trainer just like bopped it back into place, and he's right back on the floor. Dude, like I was saying, this is there was a. Gutsy win all around. That was the gutsiest moment of the game. It was oh, the yeah. hypest moment right there with Kyle's Kyle's dagger. Oh, I would yes. like to say, dude, I, I've rewatched the game twice already now, and that moment of of Zach just like holding his hand, going over the trainer, didn't even call a timeout. Coach is like, nah, you're gonna go over the trainer. He's gets it, pops his finger back into place after he makes him look away, and just smiles. I right, go get him, kid. And is just doing amazing. I mean, I thought that was hilarious. And he goes back out there and plays the rest of the game, giving you yeah. solid the, at the end of the game. Yes, and then Absolutely. and then I loved how after uh, the next possession, the camera just follows the trainer coach all the way back to the bench, just zooming in. It was just such like a like just a bad moment. It was awesome. It was just sick. I loved it. It was, and then the crowd got super hyped when he jumped right back in too. I thought that was amazing. Yeah, no, it's, it it was crazy because like. He, he dislocated his finger, got it, put it right back in, and then he walked back to where they're inbounding the ball, caught the inbound pass, and dribbled down the court mm-hmm. with that hand. Mm-hmm. And we're like – Oh, I was saying to my friend, my ball, he's hurting right now. Oh, my gosh. And then the whole crowd is chanting Cleveland, and it's like, this is this is awesome. This 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 mm-hmm. is – like, this. it was fantastic to watch. So, uh, it was the, so much The fun. atmosphere in Liberty Arena was insane. Like yeah. four thousand people sounded like ten thousand. Oh yeah. Well, the with 
the biggest thing that like I, I, I'm, it's crazy how it wasn't mentioned, but it's like a lot of people in the past have had have had issues with fans standing up for the game. The last seven minutes of that game last night, the only time people sat down were when it was a timeout or the play was paused because they were reviewing something. The rest of the time, everybody was standing up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was so insane. Like I said, it felt like there were 10,000 people in that arena. This is the best I've ever heard it. You guys were mentioning other games that have been played there, like the Mizzou game. I would say the my second favorite game I've heard there was the Southern Miss game. I loved that game. Oh yeah, that was fun. We didn't we didn't win that one, but that was a great crowd as well. Uh, It was yeah that like I said on the pod uh, last time is that crowd probably the reason you win that game. Mm -hmm. They were into it the entire second half. Just boys are feeding off that, and they kept they kept their foot down, and that is what allowed them to gut out that six point win. Yeah, and I think that's something that's going to be big on Sunday is the crowds. Um, how many – yeah, the thing is how many Liberty fans are going to show up. Liberty exactly. has a bigger fan base than Kennesaw State. Can we make that a home game at the KSU Convocation Center? Exactly. Um, I would say that we're going to bring a good amount. I know that yeah. we're at least bringing 100 students just from SFC. Um, we're bringing 12 jokers, and um, I've got some other connections I've heard of. So I, yeah, I'm absolutely. looking forward to seeing some fans. I mean, look at the 2019 championship at Lipscomb, the whole lower bowl full of red. Yep. Yeah. It was. Just make it look like that. Yeah, exactly. Looked like you were about to add something, Jeremiah. Um, yeah, I lost it. Yeah. <laughs> it's all good. I'll, it's all I'll, good. I'll <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, and now let, let's let's talk about Kyle. So these videos have been out there all day since yesterday, and it, and it's a first the first video – with Zach, who stepped up, as we've already said, got the blog off the backboard, Darius got the ball, got it down, got it to Kyle, and he had like a five-bounce three-pointer that went in, and the place mm-hmm. that erupted. That was to tie the game after you were already down 13. That was to tie the game. Exactly. And it's like, oh, my word. What, what are your thoughts on that? I just want to say, like, the entire game up until that point, my thought on almost every one of those shots, especially like the first like 10 minutes of the game was like, the iron is killing us. We cannot get a shot to fall. We could get a shot. Could not buy a shot. But then you see that shot, that ball bounced off the rim, the backboard, the rim again, like three more times. The ceiling. The ceiling. <laughs> and then I mean, finally, even, and it finally sinks. Like, yeah, that shot goes in. That was huge for momentum. Cause yeah. up until that point, like you'd clawed your way back. That was to tie the game. In that stretch, you were missing everything. You couldn't hit a three. You couldn't hit a mid-range shot. You couldn't hit a layup. Blake, like, airballed two free throws. Like, yeah. that. you couldn't get the ball to go through the hoop. And they hit that shot to tie the game, put the crowd back into the game. It was huge. Absolutely. Is that the one where I almost fell down from, like – Yes. Yeah, yeah it was crazy. I was jumping up out of my seat. Like, I wasn't even in my seat. I was jumping up and down like crazy. I think I almost yeah. fell It would have been a lot better if they had gone down, down exactly. and hit that, like, buzzer beater right at the end. I know. that half. I know. I agree because we would have gone into half with a one-point lead. But then the, mm-hmm. the thing is he does that. And then again, 
with less than a minute on the clock. He catches a pass from uh, it was either Darius, Darius or Zay. It was Darius. And he, he pump fakes, gets Cozart in the air, takes one dribble, sidesteps, and drains it. Nothing but net, just pure. And then this clip has That was when the crowd was the most insane because yes. I was saying to my friends, I'm like, all right, we need a dagger here. And he drains it. Exactly. And I'm like, we should storm the court. Like, obviously yeah. we didn't, and then yeah. it would be dumb. To, but, like, that was the mood of all of the students. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I, during that possession, I looked to my left, my fellow Joker leader, Brandon Eco, and I was like, Brandon, on this possession, Kyle's going to hit a dagger three. And he did. You called the Kyle Road dagger three? I, I wouldn't call it from Kyle. The I person, See, uh, Colin Porter was having such a good game, I thought it was going back to him. I know. I called. No. I saw it over in the corner. I saw a step back. I said, I said, Brandon, this is going in. And it did. And we went insane. He's like, you called. I was like, I Oh, you called it once. Kyle got the ball. No, no, no. Before, before, before. Oh, yeah. Because he had that. He passed out. <laughs> I called it then. And then they passed. He passed it over to Zay or Darius. And they passed it back to him. Yeah. He had that step. Mm-hmm. And that I had called it before then. And it went yeah, in. Huge. I was like, oh. But yeah, like. Awesome. You were sitting over there near their fans, Caleb. What were your thoughts on their like they I was impressed with how many yeah, people exactly. from Eastern Kentucky showed up. What were your thoughts on their fans? Oh dude. Um honestly, um there's been some mixed reviews on Twitter and and, and through the community. I loved it. I yeah. thought it was amazing. Um there was a lot of crap talk and there was uh definitely one uh individual uh in the black shirt that uh Definitely should have been kicked out for some of the things he's saying and then <laughs> yeah, gestures he was making. Um, <laughs> but uh, honestly, I, I I could care less. Um, I think it was fun and it made the environment uh, amazing. I think. Oh, absolutely! When, I think you Liberty misses that a lot. Like I, there's been yes. times when I haven't seen an opposing fan when oh, yeah. their fans are into it, and then we get our fans to like, all right, we got to drown these guys out. Exactly. That's awesome. Like Queens had like two fans at the at the last home game. To have their fans there was awesome. It, yeah. it made our fans like all like ten times louder. It did, and yeah. we would chant back. I mean, I'll be honest. The first half. Their fans, like, I mean, I was I was quiet because of it. I mean, not quiet in, like, the fact of cheering, but, I mean, they had something to say for it and when they were playing well. And just, oh, yeah. to, just to build back and rub it in their faces yep. was so amazing. I mean, I'm pretty sure some of their fans were watching us and the Jokers more than they were the game. And oh, oh, yeah, that's that's a fact because, like, for for most of the game, after, after EKU got up big, the rest of the game – Half of their students, every time something was done for EKU, they would instead of looking at this the court and celebrating, they'd look at the jokers and yeah. celebrate because it's like, oh, we're trying to rub it mm-hmm. in their face. And it's like yeah. like and, and that's I, I said this to uh Jeremiah and Ben and and Paul Boyce before before the game. It's like, hey, like these fans, they're going to show us where we're lacking, and tonight's going to be a big culture builder. Yeah. And and mm-hmm. I think it was. I think I think that game shows people what it can be like. Yeah. And I think it's going to help people realize, hey, like how fun we was should that? show up like how, that. Like not obviously exactly. not like the gestures like Caleb was talking about. Yeah. But we need to show up strong in Kennesaw, and yeah. but obviously I think Liberty has more fans. I think we can show up ten times as strong and make the Convocation Center a sea of red. Yeah, yeah, but but I'm even talking about like just for the future at LA, like the 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 culture at other uh, colleges is like what we had last night is is all game. 
every mm-hmm. game in other places. And I think that's going to oh, begin to get to that place because our basketball team has been good for years. And I think people are realizing like, Hey, like, we've been lacking uh, in some areas. And last night was a huge thing. It's like, this was so fun. Why don't we do this every time? You know? Yeah. yeah I have, so, are people going to want to start scheduling Liberty? Cause a win in Liberty arena this year is a quad one win. Exactly. So are people going to want to start scheduling Liberty now? I mean, we get those opposing fans. We get those huge crowds. That would be awesome. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, I even had to that point, James, I even had a couple people come out to me like, man, like, uh, I've never really experienced this at Liberty before. Like, maybe I should go to more games. Like, legitimately said those exact words. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, there were students, like, non-jokers, like, um, even, like, the non-band, like, even reacting with the other uh, student section. And it, and it, and it made the, the crowd hyper. It was amazing to see. Um, I was just loving the interaction from fans. And, and, and people – because of how much fun they had are genuinely going to come back. And I think they're realizing Mm -hmm. that, you know, I I see on Saturdays when we have football games, students show up for that. And it's not necessarily all about the football games. Unfortunately, it's sometimes behind the culture behind it. But I think students that went to that game that have been to football are going to realize, Hey, this Liberty men's basketball team is something else. And we need to go as well. And they're going to start showing up. Those games are just as much fun as football or even more. I agree. I'm a huge football fan. Yep. Yep, for sure. For sure. Yeah, and we're going to wrap this section up fairly soon. Um, but I was I was just looking through the stats here, and it's like, yeah, Kennesaw had a bunch of turnovers, but most of them weren't steals. Do you know the only player last night to get a steal? Darius McGee. No. Colin had two. He's the only yep. player to get a steal last night. I could have sworn Darius. He was a beast last night. It's insane. Insane. No one saw that coming. Speaking yeah. of Darius, we haven't touched on him yet. Oh, um, yeah. Well, then, see, that's what I wanted to do. So that's awesome. When you Real can quick. talk for, like, 20 minutes without mentioning Darius McGee in a Liberty basketball game. How awesome is that? How awesome. about a win? It's great. Like I said on the last pod, this is such a deep team. Yeah, yeah. And, like, so Darius obviously didn't have a great shooting night. 0 for 7, first half, for 3. Oh, no, until the last five minutes yeah, yeah, of the, the first part. half. Yeah, yeah, he had started. two, mm-hmm. but – he went five for 14 from three, which in the end is a decent average. But, like, when you're five for 14, like, for from Darius, like, you've got to have it somewhere else. And that's where Colin came in. But, like, for him yep. to step up and make five of his last, like, seven or eight three-pointers are crazy. It's like, yeah. And, like, and, and I'll say this. I had some doubts about – um Darius's like clutchness last year mm. because in the tournament late he couldn't hit shots. He, he all he would do is hit his foul his foul shots. Um, mm-hmm. But this year was so different, so different. Mm-hmm. Again, he yep. closed out the game with his foul shots, but like we knew they were going in. We knew he wasn't going to miss. Um, yep. So and there was just a difference this year in a close game from Darius than there was last year. And that's my biggest takeaway from Darius's game tonight. Well, last night. And it's like, that is huge because that means so much for us going into this game Sunday and for any potential March Madness games that we, that we end up playing in. Yeah. And I, and to that point, like the game, you got to hit your shots and he's hitting them when it matters. Yeah. 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 And to that point, like I was reminded last night of, what we were a year ago, you know, where we were with, with Bellerman, like this game, this atmosphere was, was similar. It wasn't nearly to the level, but still, um, 
it was going down to the wire, just like just like last night with Bellerman at home for the semifinal. And like it was insane. And I mean, everyone had their phones out. We were all ready to rush, like you were saying, you know, Ryan and 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 Darius missed a big shot. It went right off on the on the iron, and um, and it wasn't clutch, and he struggled. And I think mm-hmm. that loss. And when we all thought that loss Darius is the was, reason he's playing this year. Yeah, exactly. When we thought he was leaving after that, he said, no, I'm not going to lose my last game at Liberty Arena. I'm not going to lose my last game at Liberty. Um, came back, and and I know a lot of people were, were worried, and then they may say, you know, he should have gone on to the NBA, um, which he very well could have. But this was yeah. – this year – didn't do what with it did with like the likes of like Caleb Love from from UNC like who struggled who thought you know maybe it'd be a good time to come back next year this time he came back and is adding even more to his resume it was a huge resume season even if we yep. don't win this I think raises his draft stock tremendously oh yeah for sure I think like, you need to raise number two to the rafters of Liberty Arena oh yeah that's how good oh, yeah. he's been like even oh, yeah. just the last three seasons like. Absolutely. Yeah, to be a three-time in a row a son player of the year, like in crazy. But with with Darius, like the two main things that I heard during a, one of the first games this year, as I was uh, watching a broadcast, is the two main things that scouts said he needed to work on was working through uh, through screens and working at being a better facilitator of the ball. He has averaged. Uh, one and a half or two assists more game, and he doesn't get caught up on those screens. If he gets caught up, it's a foul. Mm-hmm. Now, yep. like he has done those things. And the thing is, averaging two more assists is four points, like four four more points a game. He's only scoring two less, so it's been an improvement in like points accounted for. The team is getting better. Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. Overall, the team's getting better, and that's yeah. all that matters. And see that, and that's what the scouts wanted to see because last year, yeah, he can do it, but how do you feed the team? Yeah, no I mean, how do you mesh year. with the team? And that this year he showed that everyone else has matured to a level where he now has a great surrounding cast that can take this team deep in March Madness. Yep, exactly. Yeah, and I agree. Like, I mean, we saw it last year a lot more, but we saw it some of the time this year as well. When Darius scores 35 40. Sometimes we don't win the game, and yeah, like yeah. that—that is crazy. At to me. Kennesaw, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, exactly. At Kennesaw, I mean, forty-three, forty-three points, and we don't win, and that's because the other team, other other members of the team, don't get hot when he passes the ball. I'm not saying that he doesn't. It's just we play as a team, we play better. And yeah. um, as much mm-hmm. as I love Darius McGee, yep. Um, last it was my biggest critique of him last year. Uh, it was he, he was he made it the Darius McGee show. He did. I have. I don't think I've complained once this year about it being the Darius McGee show because he doesn't make it the Darius McGee show. And I think part of that was he was playing a lot more point guard last year. Colin has taken that role in a yeah. huge way. And that. he's playing more of his true position and he's passing the ball and he's not trying to do everything himself. And you're winning the games this year that you were losing last year. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what we said earlier this week on the, on the last podcast is like, Hey, like there's, it's a different team dynamic. It's much more deep. There's more depth, and that's been huge. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so to wrap up, thoughts on that? Are there any, any last-second thoughts before we jump into this game at Kennesaw and thoughts? I just want to say I'm glad I came out for this game. <laughs> I mean, it was a two-hour drive, not nearly as long as Jeremiah, but, I mean, like, I was debating. Yeah, we all got a seven-hour drive to Kennesaw this weekend. Oh, yeah, I mean, I got I got that on tomorrow morning. So um, I'm definitely glad. It was 
by far the best game I've ever been to, um, Liberty Arena. Might have been the, one of my favorite Liberty games, like, out of all sports. I think BYU beats it out by just a little bit for me. Um, but this might be a close second or third. Um, they mean totally different. They were both amazing games. They mean totally different things. Yep. Like, it's yeah. hard to quantify them. Yeah. I agree. Apples yeah. and oranges, but still amazing feeling. Uh, legendary night. Oh, yeah. For Absolutely. Sure. For sure. So, yeah, let, let's jump into this Kennesaw State game. So, obviously – Obviously, we we lost last time. Darius scored forty three. Kyle scored eleven, and everybody else like and like even with Kyle scoring eleven, he only scored that got to double digits in the last ten seconds. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. we need we need more from everybody else. We we know these things. We've already discussed them a little bit tonight. But like, where are, what are the thoughts for what this team is looking like right now? Like. W- what are your concerns? What are what are some positives that you that's, that y'all are thinking about? I'm going into this game probably a little overconfident because, like we mentioned on the last pod, uh, you've never lost to the same team twice in the same season in the yeah. A Sun. Uh, McKay does such a great job of like you lose a game. Here's how we're gonna fix it the next time mm-hmm. we play these guys, and we're gonna go out and beat them. Uh, you come out. I think when Darius is carrying and no one else is playing well. That, like we said, that's not a great dynamic for this team that when it's the Darius McGee show, you don't usually win games. Everyone else has to play their role. I think McKay will coach the guys well enough to get people to be able to make the shots, play the defense. Like the pack line defense really failed us last time we played in Kennesaw. I think that that's going to be short up and you're going to be able to get the stops that you weren't getting. People are going to step up. They're going to make their shots. I think Liberty wins this game. I'm going into this game overconfident. Yeah, and just what you said with the pack is like since that game, we've played a lot better defense. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. think they're gonna see a better defense and it's gonna be a completely different story this mm-hmm. time. So mm-hmm. I wanna concur with anything y'all just said. Um I'm probably a little bit a little bit overconfident, but I mean I'm like Ryan said, don't lose the same team twice. Um we almost had that game uh the first time, you know, I think a little bit of length and you know, size kinda, led that game for like ninety percent of that game. Yeah, I think a little bit of length and size kind of got the best of us for a little mm-hmm. bit. But mm-hmm. like y'all were saying, um, we play. We've been playing better defense since, and I think McKay and as we mentioned earlier, um, we talked to Kyle. Heard Kyle say that this, that this team is ready. Um, I think this team is going to be absolutely ready, and I think we are going to have a great, great show on our hands mm-hmm. on Sunday. Um, I think the fire of losing to them in the regular season is going to be they're they're going to come out with with their butts on fire and it's like we we want to smoke these guys. Exactly. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. yeah, and I want to play devil's advocate a little bit. Um, I I think originally, obviously, this is not going to be a home game. Um, I wish, and I'm kind of mad at the the conference schedules for not scheduling a home and home. Um, Same. Uh, for it, was, it was luck of the draw. You played some teams twice, some teams once. Yeah. Uh, how it, no one knew that Kennesaw was going to have this incredible season that they're having. Right, I agree, and it just unfortunately we didn't get to play them at home. I 100 percent believe we would have beat them at home. Oh, yeah, um, yeah we would have beat them by 20 at home. Yeah. We oh yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'll be honest. Um, I've talked to a lot of fans from Kennesaw, and they're going to have a big showing. It's sold out. Obviously, we know that. Um. I'm hoping there'll be a lot of Liberty fans there, but obviously it's their home court advantage, mm-hmm. and that's going to be mm-hmm. it's going to be hard. And also, Chris Youngblood 
is him. He is really, really good. Um, he had a really great game against Queens and against Lipscomb. Uh, I was watching some film against him, and he's hot right now. Um, and he, he killed us last time we played him. He, he killed us last time. We got to shut him down. I want to see that from from Zay and uh, from mm-hmm. Shiloh. Um, and then one other thing that we need to do, and uh, we played we played bigger against them because we had to because they're bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, we played a little bit of more small ball last night. And I think that's where we fit better. But um, I mean, Blake Blake did not play much at all last night. Eleven minutes, um, and uh, that was a little bit weird to see. It was him off the floor? Um, and so hopefully, and maybe he was injured. I don't know. I hope not. But um, hopefully, he's more rested and ready to go because we're going to need him big Sunday um, mm-hmm. because they have uh, big interior players, and we need to be able to spread the floor because they're going to run that three-two zone when uh, when we start shooting hot. And they're going to guard the rim, and it's going to be a lot harder to, to shoot the three ball. Obviously, with Darius McGee, it's going to be okay because he because you just can't guard him. Um, but you're not going to see the open shots with like Colin and 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 Brody maybe um, like we saw like the other night. I think we're definitely going to have to play bigger inside with with Blake and Shiloh. So I need to then- right, and like you like you said, that ball's just got to be getting inside like on almost every possession down the floor. Feed Blake, feed Shiloh. Shiloh hasn't had a great game scoring wise since the UNA game, but he's played his role well. I like I liked the way Blake is playing. I am a little concerned. Hasn't he airballed like three free throws yeah. in like the last two games? Yeah. That's a little weird. But overall, I think he's playing well. He only got 11 minutes. Hopefully, he's not injured and is rested up and can go out and have himself a game. I was say, I said before the game, I was staying, sitting in my seat there introducing Colin Porter. I yelled, I right, have a game, CP. I might have to do that again for uh, Blake th- this game. <laughs> yeah, no. I- I'm going to jump on exactly what uh... – Caleb was talking about it's like it's been in my mind since we started talking about the game. It's like Blake and Shiloh need to have big games. Like they need to they need to be powerful when scoring, so that late against that three two because on that three two like they're gonna compress the middle. They're gonna they're gonna surround you, and especially with Blake because Blake has so many assists in his time here at Liberty, and and even Kyle when they're in that middle. They've got to be quick to dish because you know mm-hmm. Darius can get it out quick, and you know Kyle can. Movement. Again, especially against a like a good zone, you beat a good exactly. zone with good ball movement. Yep, good ball movement and good and quick shooting. So, Colin and Darius, I think you're going to have to shoot well. And then I think our especially Blake and Kyle are going to have to pass well from that middle. They're mm-hmm. going to have to be able to get it out quick because even with Birdie, like. My one thing with Birdie is his shot is so slow sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's pure if he gets it off, but it's so slow mm-hmm. that sometimes he rushes it because he feels like he's about to get blocked. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that is like we that is going to be I, crucial for those two guys down low to play so well. Yeah, exactly. And again, you mentioned Brody. I know you're super high on Brody Peebles. I'm not as high on Brody Peebles as you are just because, like, the last, like, four weeks he hasn't been getting the minutes or the shots. And I don't think that in the conference championship game is when that's going to change. I agree. Yeah. I think I think next year we'll see a big improvement for Brody. Yeah. Because um, yeah, I thought that was coming this year. So, and like I said last time, I was a little disappointed it didn't. And I will be interested to see well, what happens next year with him. I'll say this. I, I don't think that we didn't see a big improvement. Because Brody's been so much better defensively this year yeah. than he was oh, last yeah. year. I'll give him that. And, and and see, that's that's what McKay wants to see first 
because he knows that Brody can put up points. He led Alabama high school basketball and scoring his senior year. 3,000 mm-hmm. points in high school is an insane stat. We know he can score. Yeah. We know he can score. He just he hasn't been confident in the second half of the season, but defensively he's been there, and that's what's mm-hmm. been like. That's what's been huge for this team because, like, yes, his minutes have gone down because he isn't scoring like he used to, right? But when he's on the floor, he gives us good minutes on the defensive side mm-hmm. of the ball, and he's still because he he has shown that he can score on the offensive side of the ball. He's been really good at getting assists, yeah, in, in the last four mm-hmm. weeks. Yeah, because people are are coming to him. He's driving and dishing, and and they're hitting those shots. So and him, JV and Zay, insane at taking charges. And they've oh been my huge. Gosh. Oh, absolutely. We I say that every time. It's been it's, and and they're, those are moment moment changers. Those are those are momentum. Oh, those are absolutely. Oh yeah. Those are the kind of moments that get the crowd on their feet mm-hmm. and into the game. For sure. Mm. For sure, I'm I'm super excited. I'm super nervous. Like for the forty minutes yesterday were crazy. Oh, my, heart, my heart rate is already. I'm already like crazy <clears throat> nervous for this game, and like I've been, I'm adding to my bucket list of sporting events I've been to. Like I've been to, oh, I've yeah. been lucky enough. To, I've been to a Super Bowl. I've been to oh. AFC Championship. I went to the Boca Raton Bowl. I'm. It's two days away. I'm this. I'm this is the sports event that I'm most excited for to have ever been. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. Super Bowl, man. I love that. (laughs) I would have to agree because you know I've been I haven't been to like Super Bowl, but I've been to some some ACC tournament games. Obviously, I know I've got some hate for being a UNC fan, but I mean I've been to a UNC Duke game that was insane. Um, So I mean, but like I said, I as a student at the school and you know, it's like almost like special and then leading like a group of like a fan. This team feels different. Like, yeah. This, oh, yeah. like the hype behind this team, like last year, obviously you bowed out in the semis, but this team mm-hmm. feels different. I've the hype around this team is all over campus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I'll say this. It's like, because as you said, last, last time it's like the only team that has been even close to this team in hype is that nineteen twenty team. Mm-hmm. They were that good. This team is that good. Like I, I loved that tweet from John because it's like, man, like this team is that good, and like let's recognize that, let's build on that, and it's been good. You're referring to awesome. is this the greatest team ever? Yes, yes. I wanted- there was so much debate around that. Like I, I stayed out of that. Like this is only my like third season of watching Liberty basketball, like religiously. Uh, so I, I stayed out of that, but yeah. I, there was a ton of debate around that tweet. And I know that it, people had strong opinions about that. Oh yeah. dude, I was all for it. I said, yeah, yeah it is. And you know, I, I could, I could say, that said, Hey, cooking. I said, the, the boys are hot. Yeah. I said, John, how many more wins does it have to take for us to be the, the, it is to be the best team. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's, I think it's three more wins, maybe even two. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I was actually going. To, I was thinking about bringing that up myself. I'm glad someone else did because I didn't. Yeah. I, I didn't want to do it myself. <laughs> it's a lot of controversy, like we just said. But yeah, I wanted to bring that up. This this could be. I'm not saying it yet, but this could be, man. Like, especially with the potential they have for the future. I'm so excited. You said, like you said, Caleb, we got two or three wins left. Like, we can make this uh, NCAA tournament. We can uh, be a Cinderella. We can make some waves happen. Oh, absolutely. Copium! Copium! So excited. Yeah. 
So it's an exciting this- time to be a Liberty fan in general. Heck yeah. yeah. So we've been talking about our thoughts, but like, let's look a little bit at the analytics, some stats. So right now, ESPN has us favored seventy-five to twenty-five. Wow, which is crazy to me. Interesting. Um, and then looking at leaders and points, obviously it's Darius. He's at twenty-two point seven a game, and then Chris Youngblood leads them at fourteen point six. But they do typically spread the ball around a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. They got Stroud yeah. too, and all that. And, and Donatello. Oh yeah, Donatello. So <laughs> <laughs> that was like a Ninja Turtle. Yeah, with the goggles. <laughs> yeah, but uh, <laughs> rebounds. Stroud is averaging uh, six point five for them, and then Blake is averaging. 5.2 for us. Um, and then mm-hmm. assists, Colin is leading us with 3.8. And uh, Terrell Burden is leading them with 4.2. And and Terrell has had himself a, yep. a tournament. He is scary. He played he yeah. played very well against us. Yeah, he and did. I, and he's on fire right now. That was the third guy. I couldn't remember his name. That was the third guy I was thinking of. Yeah. Kennesaw can't seem to avoid these close games. I feel like... Liberty has turned it around and has been playing well in close games, good enough to win. Kennesaw, you beat Queens by one and Lipscomb by nine in a game that was closer than that score would indicate. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that that plays to Liberty. It, like mm-hmm. that plays to Liberty strengths. Yeah, yeah. I don't see this game being. I, I think I would take the under in, in every situation. I don't think it's going to be much more than a ten point win. I think it's going to be a very close game down to the wire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. In, to a point, real quick, um, you mentioned like the, the Lipscomb, you know, game not being as close as it was at first. Like there was a one point. Yeah, the score they, would indicate it was a closer game than the nine point score would indicate. Yeah, well, they were down by I forget what was the. Were they down it by, was almost twenty. They were down top. twenty, and Lipscomb almost came back. Mm-hmm. So think yeah, about, exactly. Think about like you know as we were talking about how streaky our team is at times. Like think about how we could you know we could get down right. for a little bit, but then like we can come right back in this game yeah. and get to pull away, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah. So then looking at some team stats real quick before we do our predictions, both teams are scoring 75 and a half points a game. That's, that's the averages. That's crazy. Points against is where there's a huge difference. Liberty is allowing 60 and a half. Kennesaw is allowing 69. That's an nice. eight. That's, that's eight. That's eight and a half points difference. Kennesaw is playing close games. Liberty is two and four. In exactly. close. We played five ten-point games for two and four. Exactly. Obviously, those last two are the last two that we've played. Yeah. So, like, Liberty is consistently the best defensive team in the ASM. It's there, mm-hmm. and it shows in that stat. Mm-hmm. Um, getting into it, the assists, Liberty is averaging uh, 16.5 to – Kennesaw's 14.6. Uh, rebounds per game, Liberty has 33.8. Uh, Kennesaw has 35.3. Oh. Blocks per game is at two and a half, right at two and a half apiece. And steals per game, they are averaging more steals. Um, they're averaging eight. Liberty's averaging six and a half. So, like, overall, there's not a ton of difference here. Like, there's, rebound, there's minor differences. They're very evenly matched teams. It's no wonder that these teams yeah. play – like, Liberty led for that whole game, and you lose by – I think it was, like, eight. It was, like, 80 – it was seven. It was 88 to 81. Uh, 
the two it's going to be an incredible game oh, yeah. No, yeah. no matter which way you spin it you're going to get an exciting basketball game and i don't know if i could handle it i, I tweeted yesterday i don't i can't handle a close game <laughs> oh, I know. i'm not going to be able to i might cry if we lose yeah i will so. um and that that yeah. rebound stat's interesting because mm. that's going to be big for us because oh, yeah. i i think this means you know it, it, obviously we could out rebound them I wouldn't be surprised if we get out rebounded, and what that means is we're have to step up defensively, oh, and yeah. we see that in the stat line. So that'd be yeah, good. exactly. And like that happened in this game against uh, Eastern Kentucky. Like Eastern Kentucky got two offensive rebounds on the same possession, and they didn't score. Like we stepped up defensively, and, and like there we- was a possession where I was like, "Man, this got to be the lucky or the referring to Liberty. This got to be the unluckiest team in the history of basketball." Yeah, it was early in the first half. Yeah, and that's what we're talking about. It was early, and that's they didn't score to begin with. Mm-hmm. And it's like the defense is going to have to probably do that in some situations. Probably not two two offensive rebounds on the same possession, but like there are going to be some offensive rebounds because they have guys that go get them. Like Stroud mm-hmm. gets six and a half a game. That's a lot mm-hmm. for college. Like so. Now let's jump into predictions. Um, and if you have any specific predictions for any players, go ahead and feel free to add those in. So we're going to start with Caleb. We'll go to Ryan, Jeremiah, and then myself. Okay, so final score, I have Liberty 78, um, Kennesaw 71. We'll, we'll we'll flip the score on them. We'll flip the score um, that they had on us. Uh, I believe that was the final score from last. It was 88. 88. Okay, okay. I would say 78, 71. Um, I have Darius for 29 points, um, and I think Shiloh is going to have a breakout game um, and is going to drop 11. That would be huge. Uh, <laughs> In the last pod, I said that we were going to – I'm acknowledging how close my prediction was last time. The humble brag here. I said we were going to win 85-71. I wasn't too far off. 79-73. I'll take that. So (laughs) I think going into this one – it's a gonna. It's gonna be a close game. You're no one. No team. I don't think is gonna pull away in this one. Liberty pulled it last time. He played Kennesaw. We pulled away a little bit and then blew it. I don't think anyone's pulling away this time. I think it's gonna. I, no one's gonna be more than seven points ahead at any point in this game. That's one of my predictions. I'm gonna go final score. Seventy four. Seventy. Liberty takes home the ASUN championship. That's close. Yeah, it's going to be a close one. It's going to be way, way too close for comfort. Oh yeah, I think this team can do it. Do oh, we yeah. storm their court? <laughs> my, my roommate has. A, I said that to my roommate. I'm like, I'm storming their court. He's like, I would storm their court, but I don't really feel like going to jail. So, <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. I have a lot of similar, similar thoughts as Ryan. Um, I think it's going to be a very close game throughout. I think it's going to be a nail-biter. I think both crowds are going to get into it. I think we're going to see a lot of lights from a lot of different players in both sides of the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to be optimistic, as everyone else has so far. I'm going to go with – and I thought of this um, before your um, before your prediction, Ryan, but I'm going to go 73-70. to 70. Oh, Liberty. wow. Mm. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I think it's, I, I don't know if we're going to see that many points. I don't know. Yeah. It could be 
both think, teams yeah. come out on fire on defense, and we're like, all right, we're exactly. going to keep this a low-scoring game. Exactly. I, I, my prediction is going to be lower because of that. Um, I'm, I'm going to have it at 68 to 63 for Liberty um, because Kennesaw is letting up 69, as we said. So, like, I think Liberty's going to get close to that, and I think that Liberty's going to keep them close to what they're letting up at sixty and a half, because um, because Liberty like Liberty wants to beat them defensively, mm-hmm. like they're going to come out. The key to the game is going to be containing their best player, which is going to be Chris Youngblood. Yeah, we yeah. said Bird, on the last Bird. one that we got to contain yeah, Devonte right. Blanton. Devonte Blanton absolutely killed us. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. we won the game. But oh my goodness! Every time that guy got the ball in the lane, he was he was a bucket, and yeah. that was ridiculous. Yeah. I yeah. tweeted, "I'm like, please keep Devonte Blanton out of the dang key." Yeah, and that, that that's a big thing because like the last five minutes, he had three points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that yep. that's yep. that's when we put when away. You cont- if you can contain him when it matters, that's when you can win the game. Yeah, and and I'm making a prediction here that Shiloh or Zach in the last five minutes of this game are going to lock him up. And keep him from doing that. But I will say mm-hmm. this: I think Burton's going to be tougher. I think Burton's going to be tougher because he's taller at guard. He's their point, and he's taller, a lot taller than Colin. He's a lot taller mm-hmm. than Blake. I think Zay is going to have to lock him up. I, I think, think Zay and yep. JV are going to be on him all game, while Zach and Shiloh are on uh, Youngblood. Youngblood. So, mm-hmm. like, I'm Burton has a very quick release too. He does. Three. And we saw that against Queens, especially. He, oh, yeah. how many how many did he score against us last time? I don't. It doesn't. Yeah, let me. Maybe he had like maybe sixteen. I want to say, but yeah. I was going to say it did. I don't remember him just absolutely killing us last time. Well, he he had some clutch shots. It was big, he was big late, and that that's what mm-hmm. mattered. Let me yeah. uh, let me look that up really quick. Um, but yeah, he was huge late in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was that was that was that was bad for us. Um, are there any final thoughts from anybody as I'm looking at this? Uh, yeah, this I I want to uh, have one final thought. Something I saw today that that uh, John Manson kind of responded to that Acewar posted. We are in bubble consideration now. Um, yeah, and that we're not is, gonna get it. We're not gonna get it, but because we need a lot of teams to lose this week, we need UNC. That's a big game tomorrow. We need UNC to to lose, which I would hate, but um, we need UNC to lose. A bunch of other teams to lose, but I mean, it's possible, and I think it's going to depend on how we play in the tournament. I think if it's a close one, we have a chance. I'll be watching Selection Sunday. You know, we'll see. Obviously, I don't want to have to do that. I want us to win, and right. I think that can happen. Oh, yeah. Win, and you punch your ticket tomorrow, and you selection Sunday you is a breathe. relaxing Sunday. Yeah, you just exactly. wait and see you, your seed. You yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I don't want Darius to have to watch waiting for his – to find out if he's going to play his last game or not. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think yeah. you go to the NIT either way. You've played a good season. You'll. Yeah. They didn't play a postseason tournament last year. They said they had some invites. I think you should this year. I mean, yeah. why not? No. Uh, I'm going to have to disagree with that. Just depending, I think if you get an NIT, you do because that's that's a that's a very good tournament as well. Yeah. But yeah, mm-hmm. but the stat that we were looking at is Burton did score nineteen against yeah. us last time. He okay. had a good game. Um, so Youngblood had a little bit more, but Burton was their second leading scorer, and I think that's right. it's important to note. So, any final thoughts from your end, Ryan? Uh, fan the flames. That's my final thought. Yeah, I, th- I, Caleb, you said you're going down there. Yep. Uh, the, everyone that is going down there, 
the, the student flames club is bringing a hundred, make it sound like a thousand. Yeah. yeah exactly. it's, that's going to be huge. If we can get our fans into the game engaged with their fans, we can, I think we can pull this out. I think we pull it out either way, but I yeah. think that the atmosphere is going to drive this game as much as it does in Liberty arena. The atmosphere is going to dictate the game at the competition center. Exactly. Jeremiah. Yeah. So, um, I just recently in the last like hour or so found out that, well, I just found out that I have a much higher likelihood of being able to go down there. Um, we got to tie up a couple, you know, loose ends, um, with, you know, family and everything. But, um, yeah, I might be making the trip down there, and uh, you know for a fact that if I'm down there, I'm going to be uh, making the noise of, like, ten people. So you should paint mm-hmm. up. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, I'm – For all time's sake. Yeah. I'm the only one here that is for sure not going. Um, I'm a youth pastor. I have a youth group, and I'm going to be with those with, with my students because um, that will come first. But yep. you best bet I'm going to be watching that game, um, and I'm super excited – just to 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 be able to be to be back because we missed it last year and I was super sad about that and I'm so glad we're back. So I don't remember even watching the Bellarmine and Jacksonville game in the championship last year. Yeah, I, I don't think I, I, I no did. one did. <laughs> have we lost in the championship? No, I didn't think so. We've not. Yeah, we have not, not lost in the championship. That's a good thing to note. So so as we wrap up, remember to follow us, Caleb. What's your what's your Twitter? Uh, Caleb Win Ten um, on Twitter. Uh, also got Barstool underscore or Barstool underscore LU um, on Twitter. Instagram is going to be Barstool underscore Flames. Um, Caleb underscore Win Zero Two, and uh, obviously always follow Liberty underscore Jokers on both platforms. Um, looking forward to this tri- trip, and thanks for having me on. Love to do it again. Yeah, make sure to follow Ryan. Thanks as well. for joining. Yeah, of course. And Jeremiah. Yeah, I'm Jeremiah. Um, I'm the at the other Jerry Lu. Um, give me a follow if you haven't already, but definitely go follow these other guys. Love these guys to death. Yeah, and then as always, follow Ryan at. It's at Liberty Flames Ryan, uh, L-B-R-T-Y, Flames Ryan, and that's just on Twitter. Yep. And then follow myself at James-Knuckles, and make sure to follow our new Twitter. Uh, it's OU Flamesville on Twitter for our new Flamesville website and the Flamesville podcast network. So thanks for thanks for listening today. Thank you, guys.